Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Survival of the Sickest, a medical maverick discovers why we need disease. Upon seeing the title of this book, you may be wondering how can diseases make us live longer. Nobody wants to get sick. When someone falls ill, he or she will be suffering a great deal of pain, and probably becomes a burden for the family. Then comes the expensive medical bill, and not to mention a possible complication or even death in the end. All of us wish to avoid getting sick. Survival of the Sickest is a book that takes a whole new perspective on the importance of disease in preserving life. It also provides a reinterpretation on the relationship between illnesses and life. The authors offer a fresh viewpoint. Sometimes, diseases are the results of natural selection of human genes, as harboring these genes can improve our chance of survival under specific environments. Throughout history, diabetes, hemochromatosis, and many other notorious diseases were far from being the causes of death as we know today, they were saviors that had preserved the entire human population. It is because of these diseases that humans can withstand changes in the external environment and sustain life. This book was written by Sharon Moalam and Jonathan Prince. Dr. Moalam received his PhD in human physiology at the University of Toronto and completed his MD at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai. His fields of research are rare disease, neurogenetics, and biotechnology. Also, he is a science writer and author of several books, including How Sex Works, Why We Look, Smell, Taste, Feel and Act the Way We Do, and The DNA Restart. Unlock your personal genetic code to eat for your genes, lose weight, and reverse aging. Prince was a senior advisor and speechwriter in the Clinton White House and oversaw communication strategy at NATO during the war in Kosovo. He was named one of America's best and brightest by Esquire in 2005 for his work to improve political advertising. In the book Survival of the Sickest, the authors delve into the history of human evolution. They also take a whole new perspective on life, the human body, and our understanding of diseases. Next, we will uncover the best bits from the book in three parts. Let's take a look at how various illnesses helped our ancestors gain the upper hand in the race for survival on Earth. Part 1, How Did Hemochromatosis Help Humans Overcome the Plague? Part 2, How Did Diabetes Help Humans Survive During Periods of Extreme Cold? Part 3, The Relationship Between Microbes and Diet Let's talk about the first part, How Did Hemochromatosis Help Humans Overcome the Plague? Before we answer the question, let's first get to know hemochromatosis. Hemochromatosis is both a genetic and metabolic disorder caused by excessive accumulation of iron in the body. Typically, when the body detects too much iron in the blood, the intestines automatically reduce the absorption of iron from food. It ensures that our body doesn't get overloaded with excess iron. Once the iron in the body reaches a certain level, the excess will be metabolized instead of being absorbed. Iron is probably seen by most people as an essential trace element in maintaining human health, as evidenced by the frequently repeated advice to consume more leafy greens and red meats. 
There is scientific truth behind people's enthusiasm with iron supplementation, as the element plays a pivotal role in our metabolism. Without iron, oxygen from our lungs cannot be transported to all parts of the body. Iron is also an essential component of many enzymes that convert sugars into energy to maintain the body's daily functioning. If there is a lack of iron in the body, a person may develop some diseases, such as anemia. People with iron deficiency anemia may experience paleness, shortness of breath, weakness, a weakened immune system, and more severe symptoms, which can be life-threatening. Due to the paramount importance of iron, most medical research has focused on populations with iron deficiencies. Some doctors and nutritionists have even reckoned that more iron can only be better. The food industry currently supplements everything from flour to breakfast cereal to a baby formula with iron. However, is that true, the more iron you have, the better? That's not the case. Iron is essential in the human body, but by no means the more the merrier. On the contrary, we can be more susceptible to illnesses if we ingest too much iron. This is because both beneficial and harmful microbes are reliant on iron in our bodies to grow and reproduce. Taking too many iron supplements is just like loading up the buffet table for those microbes. Hemochromatosis is a disorder in which extra iron builds in the body. It can damage joints, major organs, and metabolic levels of patients. Over time, hemochromatosis can lead to liver failure, heart failure, diabetes, arthritis, infertility, psychiatric disorders, and even cancer, eventually leading to death. Scientific studies have shown that the gene responsible for hemochromatosis is the most common genetic variant in Western European descendants. If your ancestors are Western European, the odds are about 1 in 3 or 1 in 4 that you carry at least one copy of the hemochromatosis gene. So the question arises, how would a gene that causes a disease so deadly like hemochromatosis still persist in humans' genetic code? The authors point out in the book that this is because hemochromatosis was useful to us. Why did they say this? To answer this question, we need to begin with the plague in Europe. The disease is not new to us. We also know the epidemic by its scary name the Black Death. The plague which began in 1347 and lasted for several decades was the most infamous and deadliest epidemic in European history. It killed an estimated 25 million people in Europe, more than a third of the continent's population. It has been described as both a tragedy and an unprecedented pandemic. Later on, scientific studies discovered that those who carried the hemochromatosis gene were more likely to survive the plague. How come hemochromatosis patients were able to escape death in the face of the fatal plague? This is because the plague is associated with a type of white blood cell in the body called macrophages. Macrophages are like the police officers of our immune system patrolling back and forth in our bodies. When they spot a foreign invader, they surround it, try to subdue or kill it, and bring it back to our lymph node to be detained. Normal macrophages in our bodies contain large amounts of iron. Pathogens that cause the plague feed on the mineral and the macrophages for survival and reproduction. By the time the infectious agents are carried to the lymph nodes by the macrophages, they are well-fed and strong and using the lymphatic system, they travel throughout the body to wreak havoc. This process also corresponds to a symptom of the plague, swollen and bursting lymph nodes. 
In the case of hemochromatosis gene carriers, while their bodies accumulate a lot of iron, their macrophages lack iron. As a result, upon being isolated from the rest of the body by iron-deficient macrophages, the pathogens are starved to death, thus preventing them from spreading in the body. Research has suggested that hemochromatosis is caused by a genetic mutation. It originated with the Vikings and was spread throughout Europe with Vikings' colonization of the European coastline. Historians and scientists believe that between the 18th and 19th centuries, almost every generation in Europe had repeated exposure to the plague. Carriers of the hemochromatosis gene successfully fended off one plague epidemic after another, and they passed on the mutated gene to future generations. Over the following 300 years, the growing percentage of the gene carriers eventually made the gene embed itself in the gene pool of Europeans firmly. It ensured the survival of those people who were then able to procreate and keep their family lines going every time the plague resurfaced. Well, that concludes our content for part 1, how hemochromatosis helped humans overcome the plague. Let's do a summary. Hemochromatosis is both a genetic and metabolic disorder caused by excessive accumulation of iron in the body. The disease though deadly helped people survive the plague. This is because unlike people with normal macrophages that contain large amount of iron, hemochromatosis gene carriers do not have enough iron in their macrophages, which is required for the survival of the pathogens that cause the plague. As the pathogens cannot survive in iron-deficient environments, they are prevented from spreading in the body. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.